Squirrel. Two squirrels. Eichhörnchen. Two squirrels. Eichhörnchen. 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 Two squirrels and one, one big fat nut. Mm. Episode five. Mm. Episode five, baby. Is that correct? I believe so. I think so. It says five on my computer. Boom. Good. Then I labeled my audio file correctly already. <laughs> Streber. Two, <laughs> two squirrels, one nut. The podcast where we discuss five topics for five minutes until we reach a conclusion where they never need to be discussed again by any human after this. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Your two mm -hmm. favorite humble guys. <laughs> Exactly. So, hold on. Let me get the my timer queued up. I will. I will be thanks, the. Thanks for sending in uh, all the messages, the questions. You know, um, thanks for all the good reviews. Like we, and we, subscribe. We appreciate. Exactly. We didn't expect it after like only four episodes to already have such a big kind of fan base. So, I mean, um, yeah, topping the charts. Topping the charts after four episodes is kind of wild, but it is kind of. And wild. we'll take it. Yeah. We'll take yeah, it. But they say, you know, it's it's easier to get to the top than to stay on top. So can we stay um, there? Exactly. So if you've subscribed already, you should do it again. Mm -hmm. You know, or unsubscribe you know, and resubscribe. Email. Yeah. Even get better. a new get a new Spotify premium account, pay nine ninety nine a month just to, to resubscribe to the podcast. It's gonna Truth. help us. It's not it's gonna, gonna help, really you. help you because you can, it it also is gonna help it's you. It's easier yeah, to find respect. us if we're at the top of the list. Oh, that's true. That's true. Okay. Well, algorithm, baby. <laughs> algorithm. Let's go. You know, you know cool. how algorithm. Yeah. Okay. So I, I am <laughs> providing the topics today. I have them written down. I just didn't know what order, but I'm going to choose as I go. So yes. question number one. If you could only choose one decade of music which would you choose and that's all you can listen to only from the one decade that you choose mm -hmm. i i have a first gut feeling but i think we we can probably elaborate so the first thing that comes to mind is 80s for me because i'm i'm also back into 80s right now for sure 80s is hot and i think yeah and i think it's not just the music i think it's the music culture around it and and The way people dressed and uh, I don't I, when was Studio 54 was that late 70s huh 70s yeah just before so I guess 70s 80s like that time I think was insanely exciting mm -hmm. I I think it was when like the, the music industry and, and fashion and every everything kind of merged also and I don't know I think 80s is just a good time you know Cinti's were really big you know you had those really romantic big chord progressions and big reverbs and shit like that so it, i don't know i i really like the 80s um good rock music too obviously true um and i think it's just this overall feel i mean i i'm a i'm a huge fan of just watching old concerts live like obviously live concerts but on youtube and it's just so insane to see no phones And I know I sound like an old guy now, and I'm not as old as I sound, <laughs> I promise. But it just looks amazing. It's like people just enjoying the music. And um, obviously, there was a lot less digital input, although I'm a big fan of like sampling and all the things that you can do those days. 
um but i think just the purity and and how clear music was recorded um it i don't know i, I really like it yeah the 80s i think is my answer i mean 80s is 80s is a very good good choice i would say i it's not my choice i'd say it's a good choice i think with the you know in the north america music sphere the whole cold war thing really had some some <laughs> cool <laughs> cool music uh, attributed to it you know the yeah. the all the rocky soundtracks that came out then all had some dope music on them rock set was mm-hmm. was humming yeah. along yeah. Some really good music, but my choice would be the 1970s. Okay, so so not too far. Not too far yeah. off, which is interesting. Um, I think seven, 70s is dope because I think I think you had I think the 1960s was close for me because of mm-hmm. the the rock, the folk rock yeah. and stuff like that. But I think the 70s kind of could could be argued improved upon it. I think there was some some great music that came out in the '70s. Like, I mean, watch any. I, I mean, I'm a huge rock fan, so the rock music of the '70s is pretty pretty impressive. You watch any any movie that's about the Vietnam War, and the soundtrack is going to be <laughs> banging. It's going to be absolutely <laughs> off the hook. Um, so you're saying and, the best thing about the Vietnam War was the music <laughs> I mean, the that only, was made for those movies. Huh? The only benefit of the Vietnam War was that the soundtrack that came out from it, the soundtrack of the Vietnam war was huge was benefit. Pretty, it's a good silver lining. I mean, that's, that's a quote from you. So war I didn't creates, say that war and crisis uh, creates good art. I think that's, that's true. That's proven. That's, yeah. that's, that's a good point. So yes, exactly. You had that. I mean, and my point about the eighties was some good cold war. I mean, that wasn't an actual <laughs> heart, nothing really. There wasn't a war, but there was a conflict ish um and disco yeah, you can i like that you call <laughs> that you call the cold war conflict ish <laughs> i think i think but you can call it a conflict <laughs> i think that's a very probably a north american viewpoint of it uh not having totally. really suffered any consequences from it and it makes sense that you choose the 70s because that was the time when you were in your mid-20s right <laughs> and that's obviously when you experience music yeah exactly know, uh, all the, the concerts i was at is is why i'm thinking about it um, exactly yeah so i also you got the disco music that you know got a bad rap i think for a long yep. time but there's some damn good music abba uh can't mm. think of anything else off the top of my head, but there was some good shit that came I'm out. Only then. listening to other. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that would be mine. But that's interesting that we're back to back decades. Yeah, I think it's good decades. Honestly, yeah, totally. Eighties, eighties um, is up there for me as well. I mean, there's a radio station totally. here called Eighties Eighties, and it's just hit after hit after yeah, hit. A, totally. I think we're almost out of time, probably right. Yeah, but also, five I, I remember one documentary. Yeah, in the at the end of oh. Good, good gut feel, huh? On the timing. Yeah. Um, but I watched a documentary about how David Bowie made Heroes in, oh, yeah. in Berlin. And I think that was 88 or 89, just before the war came down. Is that Hansa possible? Studios or something like that, right? Yeah, Hansa Isn't Studios, yeah. yeah. Iconic studios in Berlin, huge ceilings, great yeah, crazy. sound. And it's. I think he could see the Berlin Wall from his window. And I. that's obviously sad, but I think it, it's it's a very visual proof of what we just said, that, you know tough times can create 
great art because people have a lot to talk about totally uh, and genuine deep shit to talk about yeah. so yeah yeah cool good Thanks. question i like that nice cool all right i'm glad i have your approval on that um <laughs> okay next we're going to go with we both live in germany that's all i'll say about that yep if you had to live anywhere else in the world what country and you can go as specific as city if you want, but you just need to say the country. Would you live in? If no visas issue, everything was fine, you could just live there. Where would you live? Okay, so when, when you say no visa issues, does it also mean that they're all going to have health insurance like here and stuff? So is it just like about the how pretty I find the country? Or is it actually you want me to like elaborate on the whole package? The whole package. Okay. It's, it's life. What life is, is like in these places. Yeah, I think when I was when I was younger, I was just like, let's go as far as possible, ex most exciting country, anything that's super different to where I'm from. And I've done that. I mean, not lived in every country, but traveled a lot. And I feel like the older I get, the more I become a bit of a dad, kind of thinking about things like health insurance mm -hmm. and security, um, climate, um, you know cost of living and, and and those kind of boring things um but at the end of the day they kind of determine if if your day-to-day -day life kind of works or not and, mm -hmm. and if you can focus on other things but like the essentials right i think the perfect place to live in is that kind of makes you almost forget about like or or, or giving you an understanding of like yeah it's it's just fine to live here like, mm -hmm. I don't have to think about how I live here all day. Yeah. It just lets me live, uh, if that makes sense, you know. Yep. Um, and obviously in Germany, uh, I mean, nowhere is perfect, right? And and obviously we have things here that are super annoying. But I think I would probably stay in Europe just because I love Europe so much. I mm -hmm. think North America is not an option. I mean, maybe Canada, but I think not the US, not long term. Um, I think it's probably... It's, it's funny because I've just been to Stockholm and it's a beautiful city. The summers are nice. The winters are terrible. Tough. I love to go to Spain. It's like one of my favorite countries. The spring, autumn and, and winter is beautiful. Summer can be insanely hot. And you have so many forest fires those days. And I think with the outlook of the next 10, 20 years and climate change and how things develop, I think that's something you should consider. Um, then there's Amsterdam. There's Barcelona, there's Vienna. I think those are the three th cities that I'm always kind of coming back to outside of, I mean, I, we live in Berlin, whatever, um, you know, but that's, I, I mean, I want to stay in a city for now. So I think those are the places. I love Paris, but I think it's just too busy for me to live there. And I have too tough. many, too many of my best friends in Paris are definitely not a good influence. <laughs> but <laughs> that's too Parisian, just too Parisian, you know, too much smoking. Yeah. You know, too many drugs. Ah, oh, now we have to put the explicit thing on again. <laughs> yes, we saw drugs. Fuck, 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 fuck. Um, so, so yeah, I think stay in Europe and probably some of those cities. Although I gotta say, I'm insanely happy in Berlin, and I think yeah. the 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 package is just really good. But I have to choose, right? You have, have to, to choose, choose one, one place. place, and not and necessarily city. Yeah, Amsterdam. I go Amsterdam still. Yeah, yeah. I go Amsterdam for sure, or maybe the south 
of Sweden in a little in a little house. So yeah. uh, making the transition from city to countryside at some point. Or, and I forgot about that, one of my favorite countries is Denmark, but specifically like the northwest of Denmark, because that's mm -hmm. where it's not that touristy, where it's nature and just beautiful sand dunes and huge beaches. Um, we're going to go there later this year again. It's just one of my favorite places in Europe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think Sweden is obviously a good choice. I think it's a country that runs well. I think I think I personally would really struggle with the winter darkness. 100%. It's so, so long. Like I've spent a bit of time in Copenhagen in the winter and you blink and it's dark again. It's like, it's it's tough. So I don't think I could do that. Although I love the country in the summer. Agreed with you. I go back and forth between holland and spain mm -hmm. and i think holland has i mean i love germany where we live and that's why i live here and it is my number one choice where i would live even coming from canada i would cho still choose germany it just runs so well i think holland has a lot of that it runs very well in terms of you know healthcare and school systems and all that stuff that you need um and it can still grow a lot of its own food i think uh spain i love but that point you made about the hot summers and only getting hotter and the spring probably being at some point in our lifetimes unbearable uh, <laughs> is fuck. I think I go with Holland. I would also yeah, have to stay in Europe. I've so I said Asia. Amsterdam and you're saying countryside Netherlands. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's cool. At least, at least we're close and can get beers together and exactly. get super high. Totally. Because you you didn't even mention why you would go there in the first place. It's obviously I mean, Mariana Siegel and so many other drugs. That's part of the infrastructure yeah. that I love about that country. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's part of the health insurance. Exactly. Part of the health. All right. That's the that's time on that. Cool. Nice. Okay. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous how often we're on the same page on things. Like to the exact. It's lame. It's lame. It's sad. This podcast is just showing us that we spend too much time together exactly for next break. time i will definitely find i will definitely try and find questions where i i really think that we're far apart but i think that's not even going to be easy but i think the beer and wine thing that that was controversial that was controversial <laughs> for sure and i've only gotten worse with my beer drinking in terms of experiment experimental but that's we can discuss that on another day so hmm. next question this is sports related. So anyone who doesn't care mm -hmm. about sports, grow up. First off, <laughs> get over yourself. Learn Be to real. like it. <laughs> exactly. And this is about a sport that is so American centric that again, get over yourself and grow up. Yeah. We, we play fantasy like America. football. <laughs> exactly. Learn to love America. We play fantasy football and we love football, but I don't, I'm guessing you're like me at this point in where we're at with the NFL that you haven't done a ton of research on actual teams. Maybe you have, I, I haven't. Who is your preseason pick right now to win the Super Bowl? Um, I have two teams that come to mind, mm -hmm. but I, I think that's, that's mainly because also my research on who's going to win the Super Bowl. So 
just a quick intro so we play fantasy and fantasy you get points for you know certain players that you draft on your team um, and you know linked to the actual real life performance so you don't care too much about how good a certain team is you only care about like the you know the individual performance of the players that you have on your roster so that's i guess why my, most of the research for us kind of fantasy football nerds goes into who are the best players to get in your roster to get maximum points but that's why i'm with you i haven't done too much research on who good teams are but i've watched a lot of like you know preseason training sessions and like youtube videos of certain teams etc um, i mean offense wins games right defense wins championships that that's that's what they say i think the 49ers are going to be interesting i think if the 49ers get their quarterback um whatever situation in place they're going to be very interesting and i think the jets are going to be very interesting too so i think 49ers and jets is something or uh, two teams where i'm like that eh, would be would be interesting to see i mean obviously kansas city i guess just just because of what they've done in the past years i think if the main if the key elements of the team stay healthy i think they're always going to be a contender and i think the Bengals too i think they have such a strong base and they're you know they have they've been playing for like two three years like on a very high level and they're still not old yeah. <laughs> because they they started pretty young yeah. you know if you think about jamar chase and burrow and all those other guys on the team boyd um so I think those are probably the four teams that I'm thinking of. And the Ravens, I think, are going to be interesting too. I think the Ravens, and I really like the Ravens, so I kind of want them to be good. But I think with a healthy and especially not just healthy, but happy Lamar Jackson. Paid. You know, yeah. <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr., like this old superstar doing some, some spectacular catches. You know, and I think they have a pretty good defense, right? So um, I think those are the five teams. There are also five teams that I like. Um, yeah, but I, I hope that they're going to be good and it would be cool to see Rogers really having a gr good season like this old man proving one more time why he's uh, a Hall of Fame quarterback so I think it's going to be but exciting yeah. the question was who is your <laughs> one if you had to bet if I, someone I, gave I, you a hundred dollars yeah. to say here it is put it on this team to win the Super Bowl who do you got okay because then I, I would probably not go with the most obvious choice I mean, I, I don't think there's one, but I go with the 49ers. I think that's a bit of a surprise pick, probably, right? Yeah, um, I mean, but I could going, let's say odds are not a factor on this, so you don't get extra points for odds. It's who do you think is going to win if you had to put money on it with no odds? You still say the 49ers? Mm. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I don't think that's a bad choice. I mean, they've made it to the conference championship game, right? And then the quarterback yeah, in a got weird hurt. Season. Yeah. In a very weird season. Yeah. And they, yeah. yeah, they went through three quarterbacks to get there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so that's a very good choice, in my opinion. I, I look at it, I know you said the Jets, just as someone who's been watching NFL for <laughs> 30 plus years, I just can't believe. They'll have to win for me to believe that the Jets can win. They're just a, they are a yeah. franchise that is uh, cursed. It's just never <laughs> works out for the Jets. Uh, the Vikings, I would say kind of the same thing. They just can never do it. I would love to see the Vikings win the Super Bowl, yeah. but I don't think they can do it. The Bills, four Super Bowls in a row they went to, and they didn't win one. They can't win it. I would love to see the Bills win the Super Bowl, but I just could not 
in good conscience put money on it. To me, I mean, I, I could see the Bills. I could see, after saying that, I could still see the Bills do it. The mm-hmm. 49ers, I think, is a really, really interesting pick. It's, it's, it is, comes down to quarterback, I think. Yep. We'll see what happens with them with, what was his name? Trey, Trey Lance, I think mm-hmm. is his name, who was injured yep. early last year, who was projected to be their number one. He was a really yep. early draft pick. I believe they traded a lot to get him as a draft pick. Or if, um, what was the, the guy who broke Purdy? Yeah. But I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl this year. And I think it's going to be a rematch of last year's Super Bowl. And I think the Eagles are going to come out on top after another year. Because they're also a very young team with a lot of young players coming together. And I think think they're going to do it. Yeah, I, I, I totally forgot about them. Obviously, they must always be in that. I mean, not always, but since what an the last offense. two years. Too. What an offense. Yeah. Yeah, so high-powered. I, I don't think that Kansas will do it again. I think it no? takes too much. No, I I, I don't know. I Mahomes I is know. so young. I, it's a gut feeling. Mahomes yeah. is still no, so it's young. It's not about Mahomes. I don't know. For me, the 49ers pick, when I think about it, I, I think I like it because even though they had three quarterbacks and no quarterback consistency at all, Dude. they almost made it to the Super Bowl. And I think that's an insane achievement for, to, to show like you're an, an actual team, your structure. And you can put, you know, whoever you pick to throw the stupid ball, yeah. <laughs> you can still make it almost to the Super Bowl. That's insane. Like, and quarterback is the most important position yeah, probably in all of pro sports to its team, yeah. to any yeah. league. Like, and yeah. that's that's such a good point. That's a really good point. And a full season of McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully, knock on wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's always a. And a George risk. Kittle is just an amazing. <laughs> he's. I mean, he's, he's a maniac, an wild entertainer. Man. Yeah. So right, so much fun. That's way over time, but I think it was important yeah. and needed to be said. So Bills, Forty yeah, uh, like Eagles. As soon as, exactly as soon as there's. Um, as soon as there's the football topic, we go over time. Yeah, exactly. So those are our preseason picks. We'll have to come back to that at some point to see. I mean, definitely at the end of the football season. Um, if we'll we're check still, in on it. If we're still we'll talking to each other at that point. <laughs> okay. Now, this question. I, I, don't, I don't know what the answer is. So I'm, I'm looking to you on this to, to guide me in my life. Okay. How do you sure. determine... If something is cultural appropriation. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, maybe I start with an anecdote. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to this music festival in Germany. It's like a techno festival. And it's very like, I think it's kind of very open-minded. And um, people go there with very peaceful thoughts. And everyone is trying to, you know, treat each other very... Yeah, well and, and with respect and it's definitely a bit of a Vogue bubble I would say um, and one of my friends on one day was wearing a kimono uh-huh. um, you know because I mean if you go out in Berlin lots of people don't wear a lot you know when they go out especially in summer to I mean it doesn't even have to be like a kinky club or something it can just and be I'm, a club and yeah they're not Japanese heritage I'm guessing no no he's German yeah okay. and um so so there was a woman coming up to him 
and I mean, I was, I was not standing right next to him, so I couldn't really hear the whole conversation, but I could hear like a few bits and bytes. And I think what she was basically saying or, or wanted him to think about is that it might not be right to wear a kimono as a white German man, just because it, it is colorful and has pretty flowers on it. And it kind of fits that summer party vibe that we were going for. So I found that interesting. And I think it kind of made sense. And to be honest, um, because it was a bit of like, a, should we all do it? And I didn't want to do it because of cultural appropriation. That's why I'm saying it, because that's where I already drew a line. Because I just feel like it's it's also a very traditional piece piece of clothing, right? It's, uh, it's almost like uh, I went to an Indian wedding before and I was wearing a sari for a man, right? I, I, mm -hmm. I think you call it sari as well. Oh, man. So. like like basically this you know this long rope that goes over those yeah. very light cotton pants and mm -hmm. i did because i was asked to mm. by like the wedding couple mm -hmm. and i think think that that's when you get like cultural approval right. by the people who who throw this event it's respectful to mm. come in their clothes i think me just wearing it because i find it cool would probably not be um something that i would do um so but question uh, yeah would yeah. you not do it because of fear of judgment of other people or because like why would you why would you not do that i i think i wouldn't do it because it would feel wrong to me but not because i'd be i'd be scared of someone saying you can't wear that and you're a bad person now because you know you're you're doing cultural appropriation there i think it's just like me as where i'm from and how i grew up and you know my religion my, my whatever it it simply doesn't it, it simply doesn't fit like i right. i don't want to be i don't want to be making my because i feel like you're kind of almost saying you're part of a community that you're not a part of somewhat interesting and it, it's it's interesting because i i think the first time i really heard about this term here in germany was when like you know white skater reggae dudes would have you know would wear dreadlocks yeah and the dreadlocks is, is not something that you can do and to be honest i i, I don't i don't know it, that's that's where i'm like really struggling i think clothing yeah. for me is very easy because it's so it's so visual and so right it's, almost, it's very easy to not do it or do it you know but your own hairstyle oh i don't know i think dreadlocks i find an interesting one because it's tough, I think, to go back and say, where do these originate from? Because I think dreadlocks are also Asian. If you go mm. back far enough um, there, I, I believe there was some Indian part of Indian culture that they had mm -hmm. dreadlocks. Um, yeah. And I know there was a big thing about braids in the African community, but it's also in the Nordic community. If you go back far enough, True. I'm not an expert. Yeah. And I don't, I, I can understand, like, as being a white male, it's especially, like, who am, I've, I mean, I have as much opinion as anyone else am I allowed to have an opinion. <laughs> I, I don't really understand it, personally. Like, I think if you are not being disrespectful in the way that you're wearing these things, I don't understand where the problem is. Um, so, but at the same time, it's like, I'm a white Canadian male who's like, I don't even know what my culture is like what would be yeah. how would you culturally appropriate a canadian a, a white i mean there's no way 
No, exactly. No so, <laughs> so I don't know how you would feel wearing if you would a see... hockey jersey. <laughs> exactly, when you don't actually even support the team, that could get infuriated. No, I, I, I can't see that. the, I can't see the stupid puck. It's too fast. <laughs> I think, I think it, it. What just came to my mind is going back to this kimono situation. I think you're taking something from a certain context and you're placing it in a whole different context. And I think that's mm -hmm. when I find things difficult and wrong. I but think when you art. take a traditional rope, yeah, but when you take a traditional rope and then you just wear it because it looks kind of, you know, funny and, and, and colorful and, and you don't even know what it means, then it's like mm -hmm. this kind of, it's almost that ignorant transformation of yeah. what it's supposed to be and, and mean. And I think that, that you could interpret as disrespectful. And I think yeah. that's where we kind of can close the circle a bit to what you said, like the way you wear things, the mm. way you mm. treat certain things. It's like, do you do it consciously right. or are you just being ignorant because you think it kind of looks cute? Mm -hmm. um, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's about the context. I think it's about gut feeling, kind of listening to what you think is right and wrong. And I think collectively we will learn over the next decades what society feels Uh, yeah. is, or is cool. or does it yeah yeah i think that's where we have to leave it because we're also over time on that as well um that's a tough one i think so what we're saying is everyone get dreadlocks wear kimonos you know but, re and, but and respectfully respectfully and and get like big tribal tattoos from like you know <laughs> ind indigenous <laughs> indigenous people that you've never met seen exactly or interacted with yeah. exactly Okay. Oh man, I put check marks beside everything even though No, this is this is the last the last one. This is the fourth one, yeah. That's why there was checks beside everything. The fifth the fifth one, right? The Not fifth the and one, final. One. The fifth and okay. final. Are smartphones making people smarter or dumber? Hmm. You asked about social media before too, right? It's yeah. going in a similar direction. Yeah. Um little different, I would say. I think it makes us smarter. I think it depends on how you define smart. I think if, if I think there's a difference between smart and intelligent. Mm. I think for for me personally, I mean, there's probably a good definition, like an actual one. But for me, intelligence is is more like the the actual um, brain capacity that you have to learn, understand certain things. And for me, smart has an element of experience, and and how you behave, and also especially, I think smart for me has a bigger element of. Um, being socially intelligent um so so i think smartphones can definitely help to be very informed mm -hmm. um and to sorry i just had to check my recording because <laughs> i hit a key and i just oh. didn't want it to stop but I, yeah so so going back i think i think smartphones make you smarter because you can be very informed i think you can potentially even be more efficient with a lot of things at the same time it's it's also really distracting but i think if we actually talk smart and not intelligent i think a smartphone definitely makes you smarter okay i think i think just the access the quick access in your pocket to information is is actually pretty awesome and i don't know looking at looking at kids i don't know 10 year old kids those days um it's it's pretty I think it's pretty insane what they know already, how they can interact with digital media and and 
devices and just simply what they know and mm -hmm. how they talk. And I, I think that's pretty impressive. I, right. I think we were, we were different. We, I think we were a different kind of intelligent. I think we just spent more time in, in nature, <laughs> in, mm. in the forest maybe. Um, I think it makes people smarter just because of the access of information. I think that's, that's my main I think point. I think access to information and informed aren't, don't necessarily go together because I think this goes maybe closer to this whole social thing that we discussed before mm -hmm. or, or the internet I think we also had was like, is it a net positive? Because just having the information doesn't mean you're informed because it can be misinformation or false information. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I... I think if your your definition of smart, I would probably agree with as well as opposed to intelligent. And I mean, if you have your phone, I guess the if you have your phone, obviously, like I just moved into a new house and I've had to Google a whole bunch of shit of how do you do this? <laughs> how do you do that? Yep. Which I would have had to go to the library and get books out on how to do this stuff in the <laughs> or past. Or just try. Or just try trial and, and and actually sometimes that's not the worst way sometimes by doing nope. you learn i mean most yep. of the time you <laughs> learn things by doing them but i guess it saves you the whole you know painful learning sometimes if you can just watch a youtube video and it shows you this is exactly how to solve your problem which i did a million times in my journey so far um but i guess it's just the thought is if the smartphones get turned off what kind of a society do we have are we at that point yet where there's no going back and it's like then you just got a bunch of idiots walking into walls and tripping over yeah, their own feet no, no, no one's no one's gonna find each other when trying to meet up because that's I mean, the you know you're even like sharing your life location on whatsapp with people just so that they know exactly when you're going to come around the corner or it's, like, you know, finding a restaurant or just finding a way, taking the car and going somewhere. And I hate <laughs> that aspect of it all being instantly expected to respond to messages. Like if someone called yeah. my house back in the day and I wasn't there, they just had to wait. Mm -hmm. Or it's like, you, you know, you yeah. say, oh, we're going to meet at the corner of so-and-so and so-and-so at 3.30. You got to be there. Or else you're yep. missing each other. And I gave you 15 yep. minutes. If you're not there, I'm gone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I think, but I agree with you. Smartphones are making people smarter. I think. Yeah, I think, you know, just thinking about my parents, I think they would have, they would have chosen the easier way of just typing in an address and following. Even my dad is an insane talent in like remembering maps mm. he looks at a map and then he knows where to go for eight hours you know yeah um and i find that crazy i think that's where maybe just our focus the focus of our intelligence i think shifts because we don't simply don't have to like train our brain in that area yeah. anymore so i think mm -hmm. brains will will definitely change and i think that's also what lots of doctors say right i mean um that might not be 100 percent correct but i think it makes a lot of sense so it probably is but you know, technology is changing a lot faster than evolution can obviously mm. change a brain because it, it mm. usually takes another generation, another generation, yeah. another generation for actual evolutionary change. So I think that's why lots of people are tired, are mm. overwhelmed, are mm. having, you know, I, I don't know, mental problems, mental yeah. health problems, etc. So, so I think that's where our focus shifts. Mm -hmm. I think, 
I think the smartphone or I mean, I guess it's smartphone as, the, as a device that, you know, gives us access to the Internet and information. I think it helps us to become a lot more empathic with something that's far away, mm. like understanding that there's a fire in Australia, yep. uh, understanding what, you know, a 16 year old teenager goes through in Shanghai and maybe mm. seeing that that person's struggling with similar things like the mm -hmm. kid in whatever Italy, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's definitely kind of smart that, that, you know, earlier generations didn't have access yeah. to or yeah. couldn't activate. And this is a little bit off topic and we're already over, but I got to say, I think it's insane. The shit that this current generation gets from older generations and like all they do is look at their phones your generation would have been the goddamn exact same if they had that information at that technology but they didn't any generation that got this technology thrust upon them or born into it would have done the exact same thing yeah and it's what like, did they look at like some some like little dirty porno magazines you know <laughs> yeah like what did they look at you know they look like yeah. bikini pictures in like a retailer's bra catalogs. Whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Those <laughs> big fat beasts. Yeah. Speaking from experience. Yeah, right. And just and and just trying to get like to the next big uh, company car that they get sponsored for a promotion. I mean, yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This generation much, is going on the street damaging. every Friday to demonstrate against climate change and and to wake up exactly that generation that's yeah. criticizing them yeah. to finally do something about our biggest challenge. Yeah. Ah, sorry. That makes always me comes back to climate change. Good questions. Good. Yeah. Cool. Questions. That's it. Nice that's one. it. We went over again, but that's okay. We're allowed cool. a little grace. Yeah. There's no there's no big boss telling us what to do. No. No. Yeah. Send in more questions if you if you have topics that you want to oh yeah to send in and and want us to discuss obviously that would be fun um be, because 100%. then we're, we're both unprepared i mm -hmm. think um we can do a session with like your guys's questions so totally uh, let's do it let us know in the comments what you think about this one and um see you soon thank you squirrel squirrel <laughs>